Hey guys, what's up? This is ARW Raw. We are here with the amazing Kyle, aka Verbs. How's it going? I'm chilling. Hey, yeah, I mean, quarantine. What's up, like... everybody? <laughs> hey, to all the Westies listening, this is one of the first guys who's ever put me on. I performed at his banana show in Lambert Park. Uh, I met him through my old manager, and he's one of the dopest rap people here in LA. Hell yeah. Everything she said. <laughs> so I feel like a lot of my followers and listeners would love to hear about your role in the LA music community and how you've pretty much discovered artists like Anderson Pock, Kendrick, Doja. You know, you've put them on before anyone else did. I'd love if you would talk a bit about that. I mean, I'll tell you like wh- why you think all those things is this reason. There's an event called Bananas in the Merck Park. Every third Tuesday, and uh, I've done it for like twelve years now, or eleven years, something like that, something crazy like that. And it's basically like a book of rappers, a book of bands, people who do live beats, and um, it's a spinoff of this older hip hop event called Project Blow that I used to go to when I was like eighteen. I'm now thirty four, so you see how how big of time span that is. And, um, yeah. It was just a place, I mean, it was just a place that I, that had people would come and perform and I would book it. I started it with this chick named Devin Montgomery back in the day. And we were basically just um, combining the vibes of like, you know, underground rap. And then also with like DIY, like bands, like that type of like ethos. And it basically is a combination of those two worlds coming together. And yeah, man, I mean, you know. I used to record with Anderson Pac when he was Breezy Lovejoy, and that's how I booked him on, on events. And then like Kendrick Lamar, like I I, I don't I don't know him, but I just know he's from LA, and I met him once through this rapper named Merz, and he just came to the event once. Oh, tight! And what but, about uh, Doja? What's what's everything with that? It's crazy because I actually just finished up working at um, a music video company called Psycho Films, where they filmed a ton of her music videos, and she's super nice and cool. Like. I'd love to hear your whole backstory with her, with having her at shows. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, man. Well, me and my homie, my homie named Tiz himself, he's like a producer. Uh, he met Doja when she was 16 on, like, SoundCloud. Uh, and we, like, um, we, um, he arranged for us, like, all hang out and meet up with her. Because he was just, like, you know, seeing what's up with her music. And, yeah, and he put her, he introduced her to, like, this dude named Yeti Beats. And all these other people, and we used to record at this studio called Squeaky Clean in Echo Park. And then we used to hang out with her, too. Like, like we used to take her to parties and shit and, like, hang out in the studio. And that's basically how I know Doja. Like, I've done songs with her before. But, like, you know, they, they were never, like, finished songs. And, yeah, I was there kind of like as, like, a rap coach, kind of. Yeah. But not not really, but kind of. I was just I was just there in the background. For some, for some of the time, back in the beginning, <clears throat> and, that, and that's how I know Doja. But that's a lie, though. Like the people who are there since day one are always are the people who give you big musical influences. Like I don't know if you knew about this, but I've worked on a lot of my music with Paperboy Diddy, like from the '90s, and mm. yeah, yeah, and he just like influenced a lot of my music because I was on an MTV show with him, and he kind of inspired me a lot. So I feel like you definitely played a big role in who she became in the music industry. You definitely encouraged her for sure. Yeah, man. She's really tight. Free, she's a good freestyler. Like, she really raps, like, really good. She's like, hella talented. 
you do too though so i'd love to even go into that like how i love how your whole like slogan is like don't i don't walk in front of you like i walk with you and like i want to help people and how you help people come up at these authentic events you know like death la bananas all that stuff like after hours like like how did that all come together for you like this whole lifestyle you know it means not having a real job and (laughs) shit i don't know (laughs) um yeah, I don't know. It all kind of just fell together, man. Like, um, um, just like wanting to rap and then wanting to just be a part of, um, of like, I guess, community type, like places that cultivate rap in conjunction with me not having a real job and living like a nonchalant, like a Jake the dog type of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It all kind of just, you know, just happened. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, I mean, um, oh, um no basically my question was like how did your whole rap lifestyle and like this lifestyle doing shows like pretty much almost like every single week like all these nights a week just how did you how did you kind of fall into this lifestyle because everyone i know whether it's you know palm or whether it's all these rappers who i'm friends with or anyone they're always like oh verbs verbs is the homie you know like that's the vibe like how did you get into that whole just system of knowing everyone everyone knowing you just making everything happen for yourself well yeah uh, not having a job and just like going out all the time i mean if, if, yeah i mean I, I will wake up and just uh find a place to go or a place to use the internet and just yeah hang out and set up events i go to sessions and you know record with people and just yeah i'm just like a I'm a behind-the-scenes, like, hang-a-router guy. I hang out. But that's how, and that's that's how, how you do it, though. I feel like that's how that's how you are so great at getting all these people to come out and support artists because you are just, like, always there, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's been a, it's been a gift and a curse. And, yeah, that's yeah, it's basically... I mean, well, I, when I first started rapping, um, I, uh, you, you know rapping in MERS? You know MERS? Yeah, I know MERS. Yeah, yeah. MERS took me on my first tour when I was 22. And he was like 27 probably at the time, or 28 or something, maybe 29. I forget how old he is all the time. But um, yeah, I met him at this other event we used to do called the Spliff, and this was like 2007, 2006, 2007. And I was in West LA at this place that's called a uh, um, Scratch DJ Academy. Right. But, but the place used to be called Rehab. It's on like Cotner and Pico. Oh, nice. But there used to be these rap battles there called the Pit back in the day and um that's how i know like a uh, disaster and daylight uh, cause i used to battle rap too so I, I like back when the acapella battle rapping first like popped off i was back in those worlds too i was i was battle rap that's sick yeah this was back before it was battle rap was what it is now with like the acapella shit i was battle rapping when it was like original battle rapping when it was like fools were playing beats and fools were like freestyling against each other right that, that that's that's like the the era I came from, and then at the same place that was happening, we did that shit called the pit. I mean, I mean the the spliff, and then the spliff is where I met Mers because I was selling these handmade CDs that I had, and um, he was like, "Man, your packaging is genius." And then around that time, I was getting uh, evicted from this house I was living in. Well, and then, um, you know, he called me, and then he was like, "Man, you want you want to go on tour?" And as my hype man, and I'm like, hell yeah. So I got to go on tour as his hype man in 2008 for when he dropped the album called Mercer President. So it was the Mercer President tour. 
the first time I've been all over the country. Then in 2010, he took me on tour again. I was because I was on his album then called For Never. It was him and Knife Wonder, one of their projects. And yeah, man, that was like one of the best times of my life, man. It was it was it was crazy. I feel like the most fun experiences, like the highest highs, are when you're with these artists who are associated with so much bigger people and they bring the vibes in and you're like, whoa, like this is a whole world opening up, you know? I was like, damn. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm like you know, like, um, I, I felt like I wasn't even supposed to be there. You know what I mean? It was, it was I feel that. Like, one of my producers, his dad is Elton John's guitarist and it kind of feels larger than life sometimes to, like, be recording with him and be doing all the stuff and, like, writing and everything because it's just from a different world almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different world, but a very attainable world. Yeah, if you, you put know? the work in, if you hustle, you know, if you, if you, if you help other people and promote other people and just collaborate with everyone, I find that everyone's going to support you and help you come up in the community and everything. Yeah, totally, babe. Just got to make your own lane and uh, foster your relationship. Exactly. What sort of advice would you give to musicians right now? Um, like in inspiring everyone and being like, hey, like we can overcome like the depressiveness and like all the jobs loss and all of the anxiety of COVID, you know, like what would you tell people who are musicians? Like what should they do right now? Download that app called Soundtrap so you can record from your house and collab with fools like that. And, uh, you know, just try to stay positive and, and uh, yeah, just stay safe and it just keep, keep focused Keep focused, keep focused, man. It's hard to keep focused, man. People get caught up in like the partying and the drugs and the and the girls and the vices and the and the everything and comparing yourself to other people. It's you know, just gotta. I mean, there, there's no way you cannot do all those things that I said, but try to do all those things within the limitations of your limitations, and know and know how and you gotta be your own moral compass, keep yourself on track and shit. And sound like my dad right now. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying, kids, you gotta listen. <laughs> but I feel that like there's so many people right now who are just gonna let their dreams slip away. I feel like it sounds really sad, but you know, like there's just gonna be a lot of people who like they don't, they don't let it, they don't let this motivate them. They're gonna let this just destroy them. Yeah, yeah, and you know, there's nobody's fault but their fault. But uh, you know, I hope. They can figure it out, whoever they are. <laughs> yeah, what funny. have you been working on during this time, like, creatively? Like, I see you biking. I see you doing your thing. Abs uh, yeah, I've been trying to do deliveries for people because, uh, you know, that's, like, what I mainly do is ride the bike. But I haven't been able to do a lot of that. So I've been cleaning out, I've been cleaning out my, um, my room where I, like, live, live. I wasn't here for a long time. And now I'm back in a... Yeah, it's just my room is very disgusting. I live in this house with like ten people in like, Korea. So what is that like? Like living with so many different people at once? What is it the coping like with all the people? You know, with the COVID and everything. Yeah, uh, it's cool, man. I mean, everybody's pretty like responsible. Like everybody, they, they wear masks when they go outside. Like, oh no, we got cleaning supplies. It's a big house. It's like a mini That's mansion, kind of. One of them, like hundred. It's like a hundred-year-old house, like one of the wow, old where LA houses. It? It's like off of like near, near it's, it's near oh, Olympic nice. and Hoover. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad I could put you on here and get you to inspire people. Like, I think a lot of people need to be inspired as artists and like be 
encouraged to pursue their music like you're one of the first people who told me like oh you're talented like I want to put you in my show and like after that I started performing at the Viper Room and like some some place in Hollywood like the study and like state social house and some pretty big places you know and like it's all thanks to you supporting me so I really appreciate you as just like a supporter and as someone who roots for the underdog artists you know who are new Hey, somebody, I keep pimping alive. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. No problem. I don't got a real job, so this I mean, is this my is job. Real so, job. I mean, there needs to be someone who promotes other people and someone who just lives their life to try to bring creativity into everyone's world. I think that you are just like one of the coolest people in LA because you're you're just so real about it. Like you're not like these fake people who are just like, you know, I, I don't want to name names, but there's a lot of fake people here who just like they buy all their followers, like they pretend to have fans. They like they like rip off other people's like lyrics for music. And I just feel like it's important to be authentic, you know? Yeah, that shit's weird. Yeah, man. I barely got to 10K, like all organic too. I have organically 10K followers. Yeah, I'm pretty I mean, excited about that. I wish wish you translated into money, but who knows? YouTube, honestly, I just hit 1K there and I've already started to make money. Like, I feel like as long as you make videos that are just true to you and true to what your life is about and, like, even documentary style stuff on your phone or, like, even a GoPro or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just started a, yeah, I got a YouTube channel up. I had an old one from back in the day, but I, I couldn't get into, I couldn't find my code to get into it, and it's, like, impossible to recover that. Yeah, I hate when you so lose old. your password to something so and then started, you, like, can't even get back in. Cause I had I had some followers on that, but um, but now I got a I got like a a new channel. I got like a hundred subscribers so far, and I got like fifty videos. But my videos have like no type of views on them, cause I, I just been like re repurposing old content that I find and putting it on like uh, putting it up I on this channel that. and like, shit. That's, but that's what you kind of so, gotta do. Like I'm about to cool. put some throwback performances. Like I'm about to like I just started a Patreon where I perform like live music. Um, like for unreleased songs or like songs that like people haven't seen me like do live performances of before so I feel like it's a good way to connect with people yeah. because it's just like you know we're all kind of struggling right now in different ways and like especially like with me having no more live shows and like I can't work in production for tv anymore until this settles down so it's kind of nice to be like oh okay like this is how my fans can support me and this is how I can like bring creativity into people's lives like I would love to watch your youtube is is your channel just called like verbs yes yeah, it's called verbs yeah i'll, I'll send you I'll the link i'll like, send I'd you some to, stuff i'd love to um like hype you up and promote it to people because there's a lot of people in la that i mean not even not in la who like don't know of yourself and i feel like if they saw it they'd be like this is so interesting <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah hell no, yeah i'll hold you to that for all of us <laughs> to promote each other like i felt like after the um show i did with you at bananas like over a year ago like over a year and a half ago like there were a lot of people reaching out and being like i really vibe with you like you're so weird and different but i like it and i don't know hell yeah, yeah. there's just like, i feel like this is such an opportunity to be able to connect with people online because now everyone is on their devices and they're all inside doing nothing so it's like the time yeah or like watching yeah. westworld or some shit because oh that's what i'd be doing have you been watching anything specific right now? Any shows that you recommend to people? I watched Tales from the Loop. It's this thing on um, Amazon. It's like these these sci these sci fi like uh, one off stories. 
and that's pretty cool. And then, yeah, I've been watching Westworld and um, just random YouTube. I, I feel that. I've been watching a lot of random YouTube stuff. I watch a lot of this guy, Jeffree Star. Oh, that's the OG yeah, makeup artist you know guy. Him? I feel like you would know him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, but uh, I, I've, I've been at a party he was at back in the day. He's yeah, like he's from like the MySpace, MySpace era. Like, he's like with Shane Dawson and Trisha and all them. Mm. Yeah, like way back yeah, in the it's, day. It's really impressive to me to see these people build up online empires and be like, dang, like this person really went for it. Like they went hard. Like he has a huge mansion now. And like a lot of people talk badly on him, but I'm like, no, I respect him. Like if you can come up from the bottom with no one supporting you, no resources or anything, and you just make it happen, that's impressive. Yeah, and like he has his own like makeup yeah, empire I mean, and shit. I think right? that a lot of people are breaking boundaries right now. Like there's like, if you said that someone like Doja Cat or someone like Jeffree Star was going to be famous 10 years ago, I feel like people would laugh. But then now that people are able to express themselves and be themselves and celebrated for it, I feel like it's so much of our culture now. Like, just everyone's accepted now. So five years ago, I was like, Doja Cat's going to be like the next thing. And motherfuckers didn't believe me. And sure enough, I mean, I, yeah, it I happened. I hope I can have something like that where I can just inspire people as a producer and a, as a rapper. And, you know, like, there are a lot of young Jewish girls who are like, I've never had someone represent me in rap. Like, I've always just listened to, like, 2 chains, and, like, I could never really relate. But, like, you know, you're Jewish, I'm Jewish, whatever. People who aren't even Jewish are like, oh, like, I just love the vibe. Like, it's such a party vibe, you know? Like, <laughs> I just want to, like, yeah, yeah. to follow their dreams, even if they're not in music. Like, at least just like uplifting people and being like you can achieve your dreams like whatever you want to do you just have to work hard at it and you'll get somewhere <laughs> yeah and yeah make those connections play honestly those plays. like do you have any resources for musicians about like playlisting or like promotion or anything shoot nah <laughs> i mean uh, uh, it's your boy verbs holler at me uh, Verbs is the homie on all social networks. Verbs is the homie store for a really cool website I made, and uh, I have a section where I enter, where I uh, I showcase artists. But ma- mainly, it's like for my music and my animation. Uh, follow my art page, Drink Water Art Labs at Instagram, and uh, yeah, Verbs Verbs dot com, and uh, believe in yourself, drink, drink water, water, and yeah, man, that's it. Yeah. Well, that's I'm so glad it. You came on the show, and I will definitely be promoting your YouTube and all of your cool creations. I love how artistic you are with all your animations and all the shows you put on, and the cool flyers for them, and just the vibe you set. Hell, yeah. good looking. If you know, if you you need an animated music I video, I do that too. Up for that because so. especially with how everything's going right now, you <clears> don't know how many more music videos I'll be able to make like this summer and stuff. So. Would be cool for like a lyric animated video. Let me know. Yeah, let me know, man. That's like my new hustle. So I'm trying to do that. I'm proud of you on hitting 10K organically because, like I said, like there's these cheesy people out here who just don't even know how to get their own following and be themselves. But you, yeah, Yeah, you are one of one. You are just unique. You don't, you don't bank off the flex. You bank off of your art and being yourself. Man, thank you so much, Amanda. With you, all right. Well, I hope you have a great day, and I look forward to putting this out. This is genuinely an episode that I feel like people are going to learn a lot from. Hell yeah, man! Thank you so much.